The Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Kyle Lowry. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. I am your host, and who, sir, are you? I am the producer, Matt Duncan, director of the People's Court. Thank you very much. Welcome to season eight. Friends, that is some very, very funny foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, People's Court direction does come up on this app. Uh, Maddie, um, you know, you got you got the, the new mic in tow. You're you're looking oh, good. You're feeling good. Yeah. Uh, you excited for this season to start? Holy cow. I'm in a I'm in a, dra- a fantasy draft. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, we're you know, the, <laughs> it, it starts tonight. The NBA can't wait to use the league pass again. Get that going. Watch some basketball. Very excited about that. Excited about the raps. I feel like I love it when they're the underdog because that just pisses everyone off even more when they do well. Just love it. And oh, yeah. yeah, man, I can't believe it. It's been such a weird year. We're starting our, our season eight in uh, just before Christmas on the, you know, this will air on the, the 23rd of December. Super weird. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, w- what a great way to start off the holidays, right, man? If you ask me when we started doing this podcast in 2020, December 23rd, would the Raptors start their season in Tampa Bay? I'd say hell yes. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it's been a wild time. Uh, yeah. You know, we're, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're playing in Tampa, right? Um, we're playing in but, Tampa. Uh, and we're at, sir, go ahead. Oh, I no, you go ahead. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm just so damn excited that like, you know, it makes me feel a little old. I've talked about this podcast a lot, being a time capsule for the Raptors as we now enter season eight you can go to dunkspodcast.com for all our links to our podcatchers for the sonar network if you want to click on there and listen to all those great podcasts as well as our own or you can just listen to the the episode uh, right there on our page we've got a fun megaphone player for you it's uh, pretty cool jazz if you ask me and, <laughs> and but yeah we've got all our categories from all our seasons you can click on them see what we were talking about in like season one season two season three all the way up to season eight now it's just insane uh freddie i'm excited I'm excited. I'm excited that you're excited. It's good. Um, you know, if people want to go deep, they want to like super support us. Uh, yeah. How, how can they do that? Can they be a Patreon? Oh, yes. You can be a patron of the Patreon universe for us. You can go to patreon.com slash dunks podcast. Or, of course, we have a link on all our our, our uh, website and whatnot. Um, and yeah, you know, we've got different tiers. You know, if you just can only chip in a couple bucks, that's no problem but if you chip a little more you know you're going to get early episode access you're going to get additional content you know we just recently did one that was a lot of fun we're going to keep adding to that and uh you know freddie's got some new hot sauce out i don't know if he's got enough to to add to the patreon there's (laughs) enough it's by the way it's called splash of og and there's enough to go around okay oh damn so yeah you know there's a tier for that too get your hands on some of that good stuff um We yeah. went through a lot of potential names. Who knows? Maybe if you become a, like, we'll, we'll, we'll make some new level of Patreon if you want to name the sauce for next year. But it's pretty complicated. It feels gotta, citrusy to me when I hear splash of OG. I'm like, oh, it's probably got like a hot and just a, just a hint of citrus or something in it. Am I right? Oh, there? baby. You got some carrot. You got some cumin. Oh, damn. Ooh, you got some <laughs> Thai chili, garlic. Okay. Oh, man. You know what? I'm not going to, there's other ingredients too. So mm-hmm. I got to keep some, some stuff, but yeah. Hey, Matt, it's windy. It's cold. Yeah. Uh, I've only went on a couple short walks and yeah. I was, I was freezing, but my head was warm and it wasn't itchy. Tell the folks why. Yeah. You know, I was tobogganing the other day and, uh, you know, I wasn't wearing a toque or anything and my ears turned blue and a gentleman walked by wearing a Confederacy of Dunks 
Toque. And he said, you know what? You ought to get one of these. Uh, they're anti-itch and you'll never scratch your head once. If you do, if you do seven scratches, um, we will refund. <laughs> okay. I, I, I that's that's what he said. Yeah. Was, <laughs> now I want to know the seven scratch thing. But I think maybe I don't want to know either. Yeah. I want the mystery to yeah. just be. I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, we can't really nail down how the scratches uh, factor into the refund. So don't take it. You know, I don't know what that guy was talking about. There's nowhere that says you'll get that refund, but you know what? I can guarantee they ain't going to itch. They're comfortable. You know, we're on Shopify. You can buy them there. We are running out. We do need to reorder. So get them in, get them in. And Freddie will mail one to you. Uh, Snail mail if you want, or I think we even have some, uh, Options where you can, you know, FedEx or whatever, you know. Oh, look, I'm sure. Yeah, little little Tom Hanks castaway oh, style, yeah. you know. He, rent, rent a drone or whatever. No worries. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, well, yeah, I think that I think that takes us uh, almost to the beginning of the pod. And um, before we bring on the guests, yeah. let me just say, um, email your city councilors, Black Lives Matter, and defund the police. We mean it, folks. Um, okay. Let's uh, let's get cracking here, Matt. If you feel like we're ready to go, please, sir, just give me the, those those beautiful words I, I need. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, let's uh, let's bring on guest number one here. Uh, I think uh, he is his second time doing the pod. Um, I'm gonna have him on a bunch more. He should be doing the pod all the time uh he's a basketball head just like me uh i'm in his fantasy podcast uh or sorry in his uh fantasy yahoo league and uh, i was just telling him i'm really happy he's the only league i'm in where there's only one center position just a just a quick fantasy gripe to get things going uh no he's a he's a wicked stand-up he's hilarious um yeah just just straight up basketball psycho give it up as loud as you can even if you're at home alone for josh elijah Uh, how you doing? Your existential dread. Uh, I think Grizzlies sweaters. That's, that's some Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah. The Grizzlies uh, uh, print. I got my. Uh, I'm showcasing a uh, uh, a titty mug that I got from my oh, girlfriend. Yeah, it's very beautiful. Very molded. Beautiful. Uh, molded out of uh, my tits, basically, uh, but to scale, I guess. <laughs> wow. Oh. oh my god, they're very small so, and beautiful and yeah. <laughs> look like a nice vessel for coffee yeah. and beer or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. Super, uh, super excited for our, uh, for our fantasy. Um, I'm sure a lot of listeners don't really care about what we're doing with our own time, but um, yeah, your team, we're facing each other the first time or uh, the first week this week. And uh, yeah, I think we match up great. Yeah. I got, I got a, a fun, like injury likely riddled team, but I got the Curry's holiday Kyrie, should be fun. You got the curries. Um, you got both. Not a lot of centers. No centers. If you want some, I, I got some. So uh, yeah, just holler. Okay, cool. Well, uh, I'll, I'll let you beat the crap out of me week one, and then I'll uh, demand you uh, I'll start sending trade requests. Absolutely. Um, I'm also in a fantasy league with, uh, with guest number two. Um, uh, I've been on his podcast before. Uh, he's hilarious. He's a hardcore Mavericks fan, which is a, a very specific thing, but... Hey, that's his deal. Okay, he loves the Mavericks, uh, and you got to got to give it up for that. Um, I don't think he got Luca in uh, in the league we're in. He's probably pissed about that. Oh. Uh, but uh, give it up as loud as you can from press basketball. Even if you're at home alone, Ryan Henry. I, I have to say, I have to say, jo could you not hear Josh's music when I was off the stream? I couldn't hear. Oh, okay. I got to figure this out. I got to figure it out because I'm like, oh, I don't think they can hear it. So I was just me grooving to it. But uh, Josh, just so just to give you a taste of your your old. Uh... <laughs> Ooh, that is spicy. Look at that. <laughs> 
I mean, you guys got both of like, I, there's a lot of janky stings that I have for people, but you guys got strong ones, so you deserve to hear them. Oh, thank you. Matt wants you to know when you have a specifically janky sting that. Uh, <laughs> you know what, just can you quickly play Ryan's again? Because Absolutely. I want to see if it, if it adds up too. Oh, that's Adam Silver. <laughs> That's straight off of a 2K playlist. <laughs> it's definitely like a warm up before the game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those. Sorry, go, go ahead, Ryan. Luca. Uh, I am very upset I didn't get Luca. Um, I had to settle for LeBron James and Kevin Durant back to back. I mean, Don't you hate it when you have to settle for yeah. LeBron James and Kevin Durant? And what a what a weird <laughs> world that that probably means you were drafting like late, so you got them. I'm assuming if you know if you got LeBron and Durant, it was probably like you're drafting tenth or eleventh or something. I never thought I'd be in a world where I, as as the last pick, you get double picks. I was tenth. And I had Kawhi, LeBron, and KD on the board. And I was literally seconds away from taking Kawhi. But something just told me I got to go with KD because I am literally scared of, to death of him. Um, I have nightmares of him having the ball in the fourth quarter against the Raptors in the finals every, every night. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be scared of him this year. I want him to destroy people. So I took KD. I took KD. All right. That's a good call. Uh, <laughs> I probably would have done the same. Yeah, I think I got I think I got KD in, in one of my six leagues. I'm a maniac. Um, but you know what? Uh, we've we've all, we've done a lot of fantasy talk already. So let's let's get right to uh, Raptor stuff because there's a bunch going on as usual. The season's kicking off tonight. Uh, when you're listening to this, the uh, the Raptors will be playing their first game. Um, so uh, get Jack for that. But uh, Maddie. If you got a raptor sting for me, and I know you do, please, good sir, just give it to me. Oh, yeah. Matt made sure that one popped. There's going to be no sound issues here. When I do my weird raptor echo in a hallway thing, people are going to hear it. It's <laughs> great. Uh, Love it. Is, uh, Love the energy. Matt's the best. Um, and uh, yeah, he's the best. Thank you, Matt. Um, let's get let's get right to you. I'm going to go to you first, Josh. Um, OG. Uh, so OG extension, uh, 72 uh, for four years, that's 18 a year. I'm sure there's a bunch of different, you know, uh, incentives, caveats, et cetera. Uh, we can break that down. But, um, you know, it, it all kind of happened quick, right? So Giannis signs, um, you know, people are like, oh, okay, Raptors plan B. Uh, Gobert signs, uh, PG signed uh, a little bit before that. All of a sudden, you know, summer of 2021 is like not exactly what it was. Um, and, I think Masai and Bobby probably were planning on extending OG anyways, but uh, it definitely does kind of give Raptors fans like a fuller feeling of what we're going into the season with. So, I mean, we'll get to the core and stuff later, but just let's focus on OG first. Um, Do you think it's, yeah, what do you think of the contract? Yeah, unreal. That's uh, that's what a what a steal. Really, it was a great deal. Great for both. I think eighteen a year is is fantastic. Um, you know, just even comparing it to some of the other contracts that were out there. Um, like for example, we we gave um, four years eighty five to Fred, and um, putting him at around twenty one million a year. Um, so to have OG at eighteen, I think that's great. Uh, obviously, we do have expectations for him this year for him to have that uh, bigger break out year just to show you know some of the strides that he made last year that really got raptors fans excited um so we're looking for more of that but 18 a year um that's that's insane that's great um especially looking at some of the other contracts that were out there as well like if you look at some of the other free agents that just signed uh you're looking at like luke Kennard. Jeremy. i knew you were gonna say luke Kennard. sorry like, what, i was gonna yeah, get what the hell four years like 64 so he's getting 16 a year 
and then OG gets, gets two more million a year. That's that's insane. That's great. Um, even Jeremy Grant, great player, but three years, eighty million. He's making twenty six a year. Like that's that's, that's steep. big money. That's big money. Um, Kyle Kuzma obviously getting a, a, a smaller contract, but yeah, OG is easily uh, the best player out of all those players that I just mentioned. And so to give him eighteen, I think that's I think that's great. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you like a thousand percent. Like, I do kind of feel like it's insanely good, and it's just always tough to wrap your head around how amazing Masai and Bobby are. It just it's like they it seems like they're always getting deals, and I don't know, um, Ryan. I'll go to you. I don't know if it's um, like same question. Do you think like what do you think about this contract? But also. Do you think the number, you know, like with, with Josh talking about the market value and an OG fitting in there, is this just offense, defense? Is this just defense being underpaid? Or, you know what I mean? Because, like, I, I would imagine he just signed with Clutch, OG. So, I, for, for me, this is, yeah, it's a steal. It's, it's 18 a year. You look at you look at Jeremy Grant, like, uh, like, like uh, Josh said, and Luke Kennard, and it's, it's wild. <laughs> And Clutch is LeBron's guy, right? Clutch is LeBron's team, right? Yeah. Can you guys know him? Oh, yeah. Um, And that guy is notorious for getting players deals. So um, that's just shout out to uh, it's it's Rich Paul, right? Um, That guy is just killing with with everybody who signs up. Clutch is getting paid. At Four years, seventy-two mil. I was just like, okay, let's see why what what, what Masai was thinking here. I look, I went right to his stats, right to the three years he's been in the league. There's improvement every year, two or three more points a year. Uh, last year being his best. Um, rebounds are up, field goal percentage is up, three points are up, attempts are up, everything is up. So his trajectory is is going up. To pay him like, hey, like. We're going to give you some money. I feel 72 is a fair amount for him. Uh, it's a bargain for us at 18 mil, just like uh, Josh, uh, Joshua was saying. Like, I, I think we, it, was a, it was a perfect deal. Just like the Fred deal. Like, that one, yeah, you know, some people said could it go up, could go up more, could go down more. But I feel uh, for OG, that was just right, like, perfect value. And I think he is going to be our third guy this year. Uh, you'll have Fred. You'll have Pascal, and I think with obviously not you know getting a, a major star, I think OG is the guy to to really come up and take that third spot. I mean, you know, he definitely has that like defensive importance on the club. Like, I feel like you know you still got Kyle, Pascal, and Fred. I I, I can't see OG passing them on offense, um, but he he, he is primed to take a big leap. He's going to get way more opportunities. um, And obviously he's just irreplaceable on D. Um, Yeah. Just, just kind of following up on the, on this OG thing, like, you know, offensively it was was 10 and a half points a game. Ryan, like, what do you think is like a real, a real legitimate, expectation fans could have for like a for a jump up is it like 15 points or is it some is it something wild like is it he's not gonna he's not gonna go from 10 to 18 or something like like that's just i have him 15 i have him going to 15 um and i actually have him up for mip um i really I'm, i'm banking on og i think he's aware with um surge leaving gasol leaving um, just obviously, you know, picking up uh, some some decent talent to fill those holes, but we're going to need somebody to step up. And I, I, I am thinking he's going to be uh, up for MIP at the end of the year. And I'm, I have him banking around 15 points, you know, five or six rebounds, uh, a few more assists. I think he's just going to be a big part of this rotation uh, going forward. I agree. Um <laughs> I do. Uh, let's, uh, Ryan, I'm going to stick with you. Let's just um, kind of move on to the core. It's fairly locked up. So we got Fred, Norm, Pascal, OG. Um, obviously, like Kyle is the greatest Raptor ever and a part of this team. But there's some type of 
pass the torch moment period. We've all, I think, been waiting for, expecting. I don't even know necessarily if it's this season, but I do think Kyle's kind of on his own Raptors trajectory. Like, you know, he's just, his age is different. His, his contract's going to be different. Um, what do you think about this core? You know, do you think, like, can you, can you get behind it? Are you like, do you like it because of the personality? Do you think it's a winner? I am. Uh, honestly, uh, I know this week was, or this past week was interesting for Raptor fans with uh, obviously Giannis um, coming back to Milwaukee. I wasn't panicked. I wasn't upset. Like, yeah, we, we don't get him. Okay. R- Rudy's off the board. Okay. I, I, I still think we have a solid team. I still think we're, you know, top five in the East. Uh, I still think we're a playoff team. Do I feel we're a contender right now with, you know, Katie coming back to Brooklyn and the East just getting a little bit better? I wouldn't say we're going to be winning a championship this upcoming season, but I feel this is a good core. We're going to see improvement for all those guys you just mentioned. Um, and then the second thing is believe in Masai. Like if he's still, you know, our guy in a couple of years and he's still running the team. Right. I look, look, we turned nothing into something. Did anyone expect us to get Kawhi two years ago? No, that wasn't, that wasn't thought of. That wasn't on the table. Although the free agency pool next year is looking slim. I have complete confidence in this guy to make nothing into something. And he will find us a deal, whether that's James Harden whether it's, you know, another disgruntled superstar, this league appears to have disgruntled superstars fairly often that just, yes. you know, for new scenery. So I don't think it's the end of the world. And I think a lot of people still like our mold, our culture, our core, and somebody will want to play here and Masai will make that happen. Totally agree. Um, Josh, where, where, where are you at with the, uh, with the, with the core in general? Do you, you know, do you think this is uh <laughs> Like on its own, yeah. Like, are you are are you with Ryan? Like, kind of like you're not so sure if this is a contender, but this is this well, is a winner that can attract, you know, like it's the right thing. It, we're not a contender, and um, I, I just saying that off the top. I, like, don't get me wrong. I love this core. I mean, we're talking you get to Fred, Norm, OG, Pascal, and then obviously Kyle Lowry doing his own thing. I do agree. Like he's on his own timeline. Um, and he is a free agent, I think next year, is he not? Mm-hmm. So yep. we'll, we'll take, I'm, I'm sure we'll take care of that. Uh, but we are a player away. We, we need, we do need someone. Uh, it's, it's, it's shown in the past that you need some sort of elite talent in order to bring us there. Um, and to be honest, I'm not sure if that is going to be Pascal Siakam. I mean, like we, he's great. Don't get me wrong. Love him, but I don't know if he's going to be able to take that next step. I don't know. Maybe is it just me or, or does it seem like he doesn't even seem interested to play basketball anymore sometimes? Well, it's, it's funny you say that because I think his role has really kind of, you know, Changed. Like I think it's one thing to say, like, "Hey, I'm up for the challenge. Mm-hmm. I work hard. I'm going to continue to work hard. That's part of who I am." Yeah. And you know, I think that brought Pascal to somewhere, you know, in the ten to twenty best players in the league range, um, which was like amazing. But I think mm-hmm. also for fans, and I, I mean, I'm full Pascal. I'm full. I'm guilty, fully guilty of Pascal hype. Um, and, you know, I think it seemed like it's like, oh, OK, cool. If he's in that range, then, you know, maybe he's heading to the top five, top eight superstar otherworldly place. And I, I think I think where what, what, what I'm with you the most on is that like well, I'm with you in general, but like <laughs> the idea that we need a player is 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 exactly right but who and how and when i think is kind of how this has to be massaged and you know back to ryan's trust messiah he can do that but yeah is it like we need to run this core to develop you know to give pascal and og and fred another go around in the playoffs like even with the idea that it's like we're still gonna like find that disgruntled james harden or whomever but like 
we have to wait for that to happen. You know, we, we, we can't just grab that guy like, you know, like Bradley Beal's not on the table until Bradley Beal's on the table. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, and, and you know, I, I don't even know if he is that top five, top eight total game changer guy either. But um, yeah, sorry, Josh, I feel like you want to say something. No, no, no. I mean, um, I agree. He's Pascal's top 20. I wouldn't say he's top 10. Um, exactly. uh, if, yeah. if, we could, if we could get him to top 10 this year, if that's what he can prove, then that's fantastic. We might be able to build something off of that. Um, obviously with the departure of, Serge Ibaka and Marcus like there's now room to grow for players like OG Ananobi. Um, but then again, like, I don't know. I've, I've kind of worked back from, we're not making the finals. Can we make the conference finals? That seems, that seems tough as well. Are we going to make it out of the second round? What happens if we face a very similar Boston team again, missing some of those core players that we had last year? Do we have what it takes to beat the 76ers in the playoffs? Do we have what it takes to beat the Heat? I, I think we do. Potentially, but then again, uh, Masai, we know that he wants to win. He wants to compete. He wants a team out there that's going to compete for a championship. And I, I think we're kind of kidding ourselves if we think that the Raptors are going to be able to make it to um, uh, the finals at all. Like the conference finals, potentially. But um, I think that Masai knows that um, there needs to be some sort of move that needs to be done. Whether that's this year or not, that remains un, un, unseen. I'm not sure. He might. I definitely. I definitely think he would give Pascal and Fred uh, a full year now and and see how they improve. And then if not, um, I mean, it's shown in the past, like with Demar Derozan and and Dwayne Casey and how they kept hitting that wall again in, in the playoffs. Yep. And then he had to mix things up. So it could be a, a, another year until something like that happens. But uh, for the time being, um, I do like our core. Um, but we're we're not set up for a championship. We're not quite contenders. So I guess I agree with Ryan. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think that's a, it's it's a, it's a bit of cold water. I think for Raptors fans who, you know, trying to if you're trying to sell yourself on like the path to the championship, it's mm -hmm. it, it just it, the the as it, the more honest you are with yourself, the harder it gets for yeah. this particular squad. And I think you know. Focusing on Masai and our core, you know, I mentioned those those kind of like the guys who are who are getting paid, but something to be said about, you know, Boucher and and uh, Malachi Flynn and, uh, you know, Matt Thomas and kind of just like this, like development system we have like i think that's going to keep producing keep, keep producing and i think it's almost like we have to turn that over and have enough sellable talent to continue to upgrade if there is a chance of that disgruntled player. Um, so do we trade for Harden then? If that's something like, obviously we're in the mix. That's been, that's been, we, proven should, that. we should, we should talk about it. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm saying this. I say yes. And I, and this, I feel like is wild is a wild take for me because I'm not, I'm, I've so enjoyed the continuity. I think that there is a whole litany of potential issues, but Going through the Kawhi experience, knowing the system we have, knowing that Chris Finch basically helped develop Harden's system in Houston and now is on our bench, um, knowing that Nurse is a huge part of Houston, knowing that Harden hasn't won a championship and would be excited to play in the East. And I think, I mean, I think you, I think we get Harden and we're, we're going to the finals. Or I, I honestly do. I think it's we'd have to really lose a lot in the trade to not go to the finals, in my opinion. But Absolutely. I mean, I'm also one of those people that I I don't I don't really feel like Harden's failures are are all that fair. Um, and I, I I look at him testing Golden State like no one could with with Chris Paul and with that Houston squad, you know, before we eventually beat them. But obviously it wasn't the same full powered G State. Um, Ryan, I feel like we've been going for a bit here. So just come in here, come in here with the, like, what you feel about the Harden trade, what you feel, or, you know, speculation and just the Raptors kind of like where we're at in general, looking for a piece. So first reaction, like first emotional response to the Harden rumors. No, no, doesn't fit us. Can't. Yeah. The mold is just not there. Um, it, it just won't work. And then I'm like, I just go back to the, I don't know if it's an old adage now, but a, a superstar is a superstar. And it's like, 
you have to go for the superstars in this league. Like, just look what happens when you go for the superstar. We get Kawhi. He turns it into a championship within a year. Um, I know it's obviously not the same because they already had LeBron, but Lakers, you get Anthony Davis, turns into a championship. The Golden State Warriors, <laughs> you get KD, turns it into a championship. Anytime a superstar of that magnitude is is changed, the balance of power goes with it. And I think you kind of hinted on it a little bit. Um, depending on how much we lose in that trade, we go to the finals. We win with Harden. Like, we, we win. And another factors into it is right now he's he, he or he's already made money. He just declined 50 mil a year. What human being declines 50 mil a year unless you want to win? Like he's ready to win or else I'm sorry. That's poor man's logic, but I'm not declining 50 mil a year. I'm taking yeah, that. Yeah, I'm yeah. losing. I don't care. Give me my 50 mil, but he he's ready to win. He wants to win. He knows his legacy is at stake. He knows that it's on the line. And I think, he wouldn't mind Toronto because he sees that mold. He sees that culture. The thing with Harden is, can he adapt? Can he go into a team and say, you know what? I'm going to put the ego away. I'm going to, you know, give you a couple of shots. Um, we know he can pass the ball. At one point, I'm pretty sure he was a top guy in assists. Like, yeah, he's not- I think he's led the league in assists like twice. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not fearful of that. It's just, I don't care about the partying. Like if you're going to party, go party. But if you're gonna give me a fifty point triple double the next day, I'll, I'll take it. I don't. I don't. I don't care. He's done that. I, I can live with that. It's just, is he willing to adapt to our culture and mold? Because we're not gonna just change for you. I'm sorry. Well, I think you know something. Something like you touched on with the examples you brought up with you know whether it's KD going to G State or Kawhi to us or uh, AD to um, the Lakers. All those franchises. It's not like they were saved. It's basically like they, they were all really in good shape to absorb that superstar. And I think that's a big part of this. And that's why I would look at, like, say, Harden coming to us as, as you know, like much more of a winning scenario than what could happen in Brooklyn. It's like, oh, that's exciting. These two guys are coming together. But, like, what is Brooklyn? Do they know how to win or or what? Like, are they going to fight halfway through the season? What's going on? Like, there is this a team that wins all the time, and then is getting a superstar who also wants to win? Like, that that equation with Golden State was just absolutely unfair, right? You had, yeah. this, you had this just insanely good player who was desperate to win, going to the best team in the league. It was crazy. Um, but uh, I, I, I want to get to just like league talk and i made a bunch of predictions and i want you guys reactions on them josh is there any more kind of like core stuff you want to throw in here oh no not at all i mean yeah i'm i'm again i'm just excited the basketball's back i um i definitely think that the core yeah yeah, let's just be honest with ourselves we're happy we're just happy this is an exciting year there's there's like man no major injuries as of right now people like players are healthy for the most part um minus clay thompson like this is just an exciting year it's a shortened season um we get to see a brand new nets team um yeah i'm just excited for the raptors excited for the league uh and i really just want to see <laughs> with Harden because I've liked him for for uh, I just I, I enjoy watching him. He's got arguably the best handles in the NBA as well. Um, aside from maybe like Kyrie, but uh, yeah, he wants out positive of- Harden podcast in like two years <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> I mean, look at my beard. I I love the guy. Um, but yeah, no, he. Yeah, he just wants out of the West, and I think the Raptors should make a trade for him if we don't lose too much, uh, because I don't want to see him on Boston. I don't want to see him on Philly uh, or Miami or any of these other teams. So, yeah, let's 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 go for him. That's um, the best logic there, actually. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, he shows up on any of those teams. It's a wrap for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's it's over. And he's not even he doesn't even have to play in Toronto. I don't want to hear Americans not wanting to play in Toronto because he's in he's in Tampa. So. Yes. so he doesn't even have to leave the southern states he's yeah i don't know i think we i think we should make a move for him if there if there is the potential to get a top five player uh and you can't argue that he isn't a top five player in the league so yeah um but yeah let's uh here yeah i'll do yeah i'll take a i'll take a sip to that yeah take a sip to that um Maddie, uh, I know you, I know you're you're listening in somewhere. Um, 
I can't see you, but I know you're there. That's 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 my relationship with Matt. Um, <laughs> I figured it out. I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh my god! <laughs> he's actually in my house, and he's breaking COVID protocol. This is messed up, everybody. Um, let's uh, let's let's do some uh, NBA talk, uh, Maddie. Uh, if you got that beautiful NBA sting, uh, maybe it's a foghorn. I don't know what it is. Please, good sir, give it to me. National, National Basketball, Basketball Association. Association. I tried to avoid the water pouring sound, but I'm just, gonna, <laughs> I'm just digging in. Yeah. Oh, now we got to start over. Yeah, yeah great. <laughs> Too much trickle in that. Yep. Um, okay, so uh, here's what I'm thinking. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go for it and and tell you guys uh, who I think uh, how how I think the regular season is gonna finish in uh, the West and in the East. Uh, I'm gonna start from the bottom, make my way to the top. Uh, feel free to stop me whenever. Uh, and we'll 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 kind of break and then we'll carry on. <laughs> uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, Sounds good. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's just say this. Uh, who do you, uh, should I do East or West first? Any preferences? Um, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a West guy. Yeah, let's go West. <laughs> let's do it. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Here we go. So uh, I think fifteenth um, in the West. Is going to be the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's my that's my bottom of the West. Ryan yep. grimacing a bit, but it's not like a total. You're kind of like, uh. at first, I, I completely forgot that all of their major pieces got traded away, and then I'm like, yeah, you know what? He's probably right. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I feel like they're also going to gut as they go along. Like oh, yeah, they, yeah. they're in that situation. The Chris Paul's not there though, but even if they start to do good, they're going to be like, Oh, take him. Shy is going to have a great year, but on a losing squad. Yeah, exactly. Like I, 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 I figure it will be hard for him to kind of produce winning. Um, this next one surprised me a bit, but this is how I'm feeling. Uh, number 14 in the 14th in the West, the San Antonio Spurs. I will object. Yikes. You, you object? object? Yes. Okay. Um, not, well, here's the thing. I, I don't think DeMar is going to finish this season as a spur. I have a feeling that he's going to be traded, but I still think DeMar has enough juice to, you know, get inching towards the, the playoffs, maybe in the play-in tournament. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, still there. A couple of young guys, DeJounte Murray, um, uh, White. They they got some pieces to avoid being possibly like the second-last team in the league. Uh, I'm more looking at Sacramento being that, uh, that piece, that team. I bet you uh, expect me to, you know, stand strong on my convictions, but guess what? I agree with you. I'm looking at my list and I'm like, I don't think this person is going to be that bad. There's actually maybe two or three teams. I think they might be a bit better than, uh, but I'll, I'll keep moving on. So you can see like the, the ballpark. Um, yeah. 13th Sacramento Kings, 12th Minnesota Timberwolves, 11th New Orleans Pelicans. How's that feeling? Oh, shit. <laughs> I heard someone say shit. I just, uh, I threw up your bottom five in the East. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it looks pretty good um, to me. I don't know why he said shit, but you know, maybe he's just like saying shit. Yeah, well, they got a glimpse it, of your bottom uh, East. Um, I think the Pelicans, the Pelicans are definitely the best out of all of those teams. Uh, soda's, soda's right in there with them. No, I, I, I'm your list could honestly okay. that that could probably be it. I'm I'm on board with all it. Right, I, right. I, yeah, I'd probably switch out uh, the Spurs and, and the Kings, but yeah, no, that that's pretty solid. Okay, mm, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Josh, anything yet? Uh, I'm trust me, I'm gonna hit a point where you guys freak out because I there's like there's like <laughs> in the East especially. I'm glad we're starting with the West, but in the West too, I think there's gonna be a moment or two where you guys are like, what the hell are you? Smoking? <laughs> I mean, the T-Wolves are probably my 14th team, um, and then we can go 
we can go Kings Spurs. I think, yeah, they still have a chance to be, you know, in the hunt, um, even, even to get into that play in tournament Pelicans. I mean, look, we know Harden's not staying on Houston. I mean, we don't know, but pretty good chance that he's going to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I would put the Rockets at the 11th and put the Pelicans in that play in tournament. I think that's pretty fair. Um, yeah, I, like my my. Okay, so I'll, I'll I'll do five at a time. I feel like that's uh, that's a good good yeah. feel. Sure. So uh, number ten, Memphis Grizzlies. Number nine, Houston Rockets. Number eight, Phoenix Suns. Number seven, Dallas Mavericks. Number six, Portland Trailblazers. I just know Ryan. I'm sorry. Like I, I was like, when I started this, I thought the Mavs were in the top four. But then when I started going through, I was like, I actually don't see it. And the, my my Rockets thing, I kind of just threw them in ninth because I was like, I don't know when the trade's coming. I don't know if maybe they'll get a bunch of stuff back for harden and be kind of good for a little bit like i just yeah i don't know he's gotta go though i just read that article where he he chucked a ball at one of his teammates during practice so yeah he's he's doing it he's trying to do his jimmy thing where he's causing a ruckus to go but it's funny because the the rockets management is like uh this isn't really like him so he's it's kind of like even more of like put on it's like more uncomfortable Okay, yeah, Ryan, I, I got to let you speak on partner. partner just looking for a way out, and he they just don't want to let him go. Um, I Okay, so naturally as a Mavs fan, I did have them in the top five at least. Um, the only thing okay, is – Okay, so this isn't totally disrespectful? No, no, no. I, I get the logic behind it because, you know, at the end of the day, Portland – once Portland's healthy, they're, they're, they're good again. Portland's back up in, in, in the West. So I, I don't hate it, but I do still feel that they will be top five. Once Chris Stapps comes back, uh, that team should be lethal again. And I think they have enough juice to get at least up to the four or five. Um, Luca on his own. Apparently, this is his MVP year for most people. So I think yeah. we're going to see a lot of great things from him. Uh, Josh Richardson, I think a lot of. I love Seth Curry. But I think uh, Richardson's getting a lot of hate just because of what he did in, in Philly wasn't enough. But the, mm-hmm. the spacing was um, Dallas. You're going to have a lot yes. of spacing. You're going to have a lot of opportunities to shoot the ball. And I think he is Agreed. prime for that. So I think Dallas is definitely going to shoot 4-5. Um, I like Portland where they are. Uh, Phoenix, I like them. I Memphis, I, I, I was hoping to see them in the playoffs. I really was. But... That's that's hey, one thing that's like, uh, and but I I don't know why everyone's down in the Rockets. I I think the wall the Kentucky connection is going to be fun to watch, and as long as these guys can stay healthy, I feel like they could sneak in there too. Um, I, why do I want to rearrange things now? But I know this is, this is good. If you want to rearrange tough. things, that's why the West, the West is really hard. It's hard because no one was expecting Memphis to do what they did last year. No one was expecting Phoenix to do what they did in the bubble. Now you add Chris Paul. So now it just flips everything. But, oh, yeah, no, uh, it, it's hard. It's hard. But definitely Dallas needs to be up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the top five, and then that will add the whole picture of the West here. Uh, yeah. And I feel like my, yeah, the, the biggest shocker uh, is going gonna, is gonna to come at number one. Um, okay, so uh, number five, Utah Jazz. Number four. Golden State Warriors, number three, Los Angeles Lakers, number two, Los Angeles Clippers, number one, Denver Nuggets. So that's my wild take, and I've talked myself into Jokic winning the MVP. Uh, I think that the narrative is going to be great for him. And my, my, my Denver logic, just to let you know, is that they're so deep and it's going to be such a wild injury season. And they're just going to care more about the regular season than the Clippers or the Lakers by far. Like you're not going to see any load management. You're not going to, everyone's going to be playing. Everyone's going to be trying to win. The loss of Jeremy Grant's not that big. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm preemptively defending my Nuggets take because I thought that was the shocker. So whoever wants to we'll, let me know your opinions, please. Um, well, 
I think you're wrong. Um, okay. Cheers, cheers, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Lakers are going to uh, repeat, I think, this year. I, By the um, way, this is my regular season take. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I still think that, man, the Lakers got so good in the offseason, I think. Like, um, just the addition of of Schroeder and having Harrell and even a veteran Gasol. Like, and, man, you know, Matthews, too. They got and Matthews. Matthews. And let's not forget, they got first last year without really trying. And at times, they looked weird. They just looked like a weird... That's a you good know, point. A weird, uh, like raggedy team with like a bunch of odd ends and it weren't sure if it was going to work but it did and then they got better so and that was without even trying so i i had them at my number one i do like your nuggets though i i like um i like them high um i could see that being a conference um a conference uh finals again um the nuggets are my number two clippers three i had the jazz at four i feel like Donovan oh, wow. Mitchell, okay, you're, you're like me you also had the jazz high yeah, I, I feel like the Jazz are, are at my four. Um, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, surprisingly, they want to stick together and they want to win a championship. They, they, they think they can bring it to Utah. That's remained to be seen. But I I definitely think um, I, I think they're going to uh, definitely make some steps forward this season. Um, I had the Mavs at five. Ryan, there you go. I that's I, I think, yeah, Luca's going to have their um, his MVP type season, um, make a run for that. Uh, the league loves him. Um, I, I, I definitely think yeah when Chris Stapps is also back as well um things are going to be looking good they can maybe make an acquisition throughout the throughout the year uh, my worries are at six as well so um so yeah a couple yeah. changes but a um couple changes but, yeah, yeah. but my main Lakers thing is um is yeah just I I just have this feeling that you know LeBron's going to play opening day he's going to play Christmas and then he's going to be like I'll see y'all in two months um, and I, I don't know that for sure, but I just get some of those vibes where he's like, I want the six ring so bad that and I'm not afraid of who I play in the playoffs. So I'm just, this is, I'm just managing. Um, but like you said, you know, they did kind of like the, the warriors as they existed previously, you know, before the Raptors beat them and broke the wheel. There's just nothing like that. So, like, the Lakers didn't even have to be that good to win the regular season. Like, no one needed to be that good. Yeah. Um, because there isn't a team that, that's that good. Uh, but, but yeah, I think, like, like, the loss of Howard and McGee, even though it's kind of, like, not that big of a deal, like, mm-hmm. as far as, like, optics, I feel like those two really did give, like, this this kind of, like, athletic center – blocking you know lob dunk vertical threat mm. aspect to the lakers that i mean cheers to marcus soul but like we does not have that uh and like he has other stuff but um and harold too i think gives them much more of like an offensive dimension absolutely but, uh I'm, I'm just worried da- uh, davis is gonna get he's gonna have to bang a bit more than he likes um because you yeah, ideally right. want to see him at the power forward. Um, exactly, right? Because like, I think that worked so well for them last year. Um, mm-hmm. But, Ryan, I feel like I, I, I want to let you react to this, too. Mm-hmm. This uh, um, top five, yeah, uh, you know, so, in general, I guess. Naturally, like most, I guess, I, I had, you know, Lakers one, Clippers two. Um, this is where it gets a little bit different. Nuggets three. And then my Mavs, I had a four. Um, I just the Warriors are going to be great. It's just I think Clay Thompson's responsible for a lot of that. So mm-hmm. I, I I had them like seven or eight. I think that's where things got that's like really. Big, yeah. That's the big. Uh, so I dropped them when once the Clay injury came out. Um, Jazz, I would say you know either four or five in Dallas. That's where that's where I'm putting Dallas in. I, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I had Dallas at four, Jazz at five. And then six through ten, uh, six through nine for me was like could be a crapshoot. Yeah, I do like that. Um, but this is where I was like looking at the Rockets, and I'm like, I think I'm the only Rockets fan because I like John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins, and I feel if they stay healthy, you're gonna get at least a little bit of what they were before these injuries, and they have enough juice to make at least the eighth seed. Um, so that's where I was. Uh, I'm kicking out somebody. I actually had the Suns high. I, I think I had the Suns like six or seven, um, which is high for, for me. That's high. 
because um, obviously we know the Suns' history. But yeah, yeah. When, when when they first got Chris Paul, I was like, oh man, Suns fourth in the West. <laughs> and then I started thinking about the other teams more, and I was like, they're not better than the Clippers, Nuggets, Lakers, like for sure. Like, and not yeah. really like there's just you know. Bridges is all right. Booker's, you know, Aiton. They got some stuff, but um, not that that much. And 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 I think that could totally happen with the you know Kentucky connection and and Walls look pretty good so far. Um, also, uh, Houston seems like they got a steal on. Um, oh God, who's the, uh, who's the guy everyone wanted from Detroit? Christian Wood. Christian Wood. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, he's looking good too. So, uh, I think and, it's, it's going to be an even year. A pretty, and oh, yeah, right. And James Harden, they still have two things <laughs> either Harden, Harden plays, he still has to be to play. So, that's still, that's still like you're still getting a production. And then, two, you're getting pieces back for him. So, those pieces aren't going to hurt you, they're only going to make you better. And it could be a lot of draft picks. If it is a lot of draft picks, okay, Houston down the road will be awesome. But I just feel either if Harden stays or those picks, they're 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 up. They're still up. Um. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, let's uh, let's do the East, uh, and I, I think this time I'm just going to uh, I'm just going to kind of like list them all. Uh, I'll go. I'll go fifteen to one, and then we'll see. We'll see which which uh, is your like, kind of like strongest reaction. Um, I'm just putting putting it in my thing here. I'm into it. Okay, here we go. Uh, I, I by the way, I feel like uh, I was way more reasonable um, based on your guys' reactions than than, yeah. than when I was than when I looked it over before the pod. But this the East, I think I'll, I'll, I'm going to get some big. Uh, like, you guys are going to disagree fairly hard. <laughs> um, here we go. Fifteenth, uh, uh, bottom of the East. I got the New York Knicks. Fourteenth uh, in the East, uh, Detroit Pistons. Then I got thirteenth, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Twelfth, Chicago Bulls. Eleventh, uh, Charlotte Hornets. Uh, I got the Atlanta Hawks at tenth. Orlando Magic at ninth. I have the Washington Wizards at eighth. Uh, I have the Miami Heat at seventh. I got the Pacers, Indiana Pacers at six. I have the Boston Celtics at five. I have the Philadelphia 76ers at four. I have the Brooklyn Nets at three. Homer as hell. I got the Toronto Raptors at two. And uh, number one, Milwaukee Bucks. So I, but you guys look like you're smiling. Um, I already disagree with some of my own picks. Um, <laughs> Joshua, uh, yeah, yeah I, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm wrong in several areas. So uh, hit me up. No, uh, 15 to 11. Uh, that's what I had. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, just straight up. That's that sounds that sounds about right. Um, oh. Ten to ten to six. Uh, ten I had Orlando nine Washington eight. I think the Hawks are going to um, make the playoffs this year. I, I think that they've been trending in that direction and they've been mm-hmm. adding some pieces. They've yeah, been um, it's it, They're an exciting squad. Uh, definitely going to be following them. Uh, my Pacers, the Pacers are at seventh. I have the 76ers at, um, at sixth and then uh, top five um, Celtics and then Raptors at four. Uh, heat at three. I'm I'm curious as to why the Heat are are at seventh for you, um, but uh, yeah, then the Nets at two and and the Bucks at one. Okay, so yeah, the Heat. I think it's like I'm in like hater territory with the Heat. So I'm like I'm trying to figure out what's going on. So I think a lot of it has to do with I think the way the playoffs ended. Um, I think they hit an unsuspecting Bucks and an extremely tired Celtics. And I think that has kind of shaped the narrative for them this year. I think Tyler Hero is okay. Um, I think Jimmy Butler is a year older. I think Gordon Dragic is a year older and a year more injured. 
Uh, I think Bam is absolutely like ridiculous and amazing and it's going to do his thing. But I also feel like the top six, seven in the East is all good. The one I'm looking at is I, I don't think the Pacers actually are going to be better than the Heat. So, <laughs> I, I, you know, if, if I'm like, if someone's like, okay, now this is all for money and I'm going to go back over this. Yeah, I will. I think well, year last year. So they I, didn't they finish fourth and then the Heat were fifth. Yeah, the well, th- that's the thing. I was going, I was going through the Pacers roster, and I kind of like it. It's like you know, Old Depot is obviously a question mark, but you know, Brogdon I like. Warren's pretty good. Turner and Sabonis are like a year older in like the prime direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I guess Nate Bjorkson is probably pretty smart. You know, we should we should expect good stuff from him. I mean, I guess he's a rookie head coach, so who knows? Yeah. Uh, Ryan, let me uh, let you jump in here. Um, so, yeah, uh, the, I guess the most puzzling one was definitely the heat. I, fair, I, fair. I had the heat rounding out like five or six. Um, I, for some reason, and I've said this on, on a, a few podcasts, for some reason, I feel like the Atlanta Hawks are going to be good this year. Um I feel like they got a lot of three-point shooting. They got a rebounding, pick and roll. A lot of pick and rolls happening on that team with Capella and uh, Trey Young. Uh, I feel like they could sneak in. It's just my dilemma was who am I dropping out of that eight? Yeah, me too. And I put the yeah. Wizards and the Magic over them, but maybe they should be in the eighth. Because, like, I mean, I'm thinking, like, you guys are just saying it's like, yeah, there's a lot of additions there. Dunn, Gallo, yeah. um, you Who's know, they have a bench. Like yeah, it's crazy. They have two good centers, you know, Collins, Capella. So, yeah, maybe, maybe I didn't give them enough love. I, I always just think young point guard. It's it's like it's tough to put together a winner. Like it's like you got to be a game yeah. manager, and it's that's really hard for a, a, like a point guard that's still learning. Sorry, and I think that's why they brought in Rondo. I think they they brought him in for that. Um, right, they for- also have Rondo. And they got Bogdanovich. And so it's just like, if you just wow. look at their roster and you're like, damn. It's not bad. Like, it's not bad. Maybe it's, I should have Googled the Hawks before I put them in 10th, right? Yeah. No, um, I, I have them making the playoffs. But yeah, like it's, it, I think you're definitely going to see like a play-in thing, possibly with Washington and Atlanta down the stretch um, mm-hmm. to get those se- uh, seven and eight spots. Um, but I, I, I like the list overall. I did drop Toronto down a bit. So I did have Milwaukee one. Uh, I had Brooklyn two, um, Raptors three, Sixers four and Celtics five. So not, not too, not okay. too different. So you had yeah. Raptors three, Joshua, where do you have the Raptors? Like my, my, my thing is like, I'm actually still pretty nervous about the playoffs. I just think this team wins. Like this team is just going to like, if you don't come prepared, they're going to kick your ass. And there will be a bunch of times where, you know, a superstar does their thing. But uh, I feel like our defense is probably going to be like not as good, but um, still really good. Sorry. I feel yeah. like I talked over my own question. <laughs> no, it's all good. I mean, I really think three to six is a toss up um, between the Heat, Raptors, Celtics, 76ers. Uh, we're in that sort of mix. Uh, I had the Raptors at four, um, but I, I definitely like, man, we I, I feel like we have taken somewhat of a step back just when it comes to our depth for the roster. We're still very deep. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, we but we haven't seen any sort of like we don't know how Len's going to play. We don't know. I mean, Baines, I, I, I feel pretty good at having it at the center and then Boucher is going to have more touches as well. So um, it's, it's just, I, I'm, I dropped him the fourth because of uncertainties with, uh, with some of the, with our, That's our fair. core. So um, yeah, but um, I had heat three Raptors four, Celtics five, 76 or six. So I'm also feeling like now who we were talking about this before the podcast, I think, um, or, or maybe right at the, at the beginning, but I've over accounted for Kemba being injured. If he's coming back in January, I, I guess, yeah, in my mind, it's like he's missing half the games. And that's if that's not like at all the case, then, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure, Boston should be two or three. Yeah. Um, Jeff, T, Jeff T getting a bad option to hold the fort down. Wow. And, and wow. smart, wow. yeah. Yeah, not at all. For that, sure. That's great. And they're and deep, the- too. 
And the Raptors yeah. always seem to struggle against, or they, at least last season, we just struggled a lot against the Celtics. They they had our number. They they were the only team that really handled us and would blow us out. Um, like you remember totally regular season, even in the playoffs, like they would hand us some tough L's. Um, well, yeah, our, our like gambling, you know, switch everything defense. They were like, we're we have the IQ to mess that up. Mm-hmm. Like you have to, which is interesting because their their feared team is the Bucks because the Bucks are like we don't change our defense ever, but you can't stop it. But obviously, a team like Miami could. But you know, Boston, I think like yeah. Anyways, yeah, they totally had our number. Just agree. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I mean, they didn't get any. I don't really care about losing Gordon Hayward if I'm a Celtics fan. Um, I don't mind the addition of Tristan Thompson coming off the bench, probably. Um, So, yeah, I don't think that they took a step back or forward, really. Um, So, yeah, I still think they're going to be a decent enough threat, uh, which pains me because I I just absolutely hate the Celtics. So Um, (laughs) that's nice for me to hear because like I feel like if it's a double whammy of like, okay. They're going to be good, but I hate them. It's like, okay, I can deal with that. Yeah, absolutely. The way, the way I look at it is they played a lot of games without him anyway. He, he's been injured. They, they didn't need him. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. Yeah, have fun in, have fun in uh, Charlotte. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy that none of you guys are like, oh, Charlotte's making the playoffs. Um, because that oh. would, uh, that would, or and even into the play-in tournament, they're still trash. They're, I think Gordon's did, already injured. Did I he's, put already injured. he's already injured. Lost in a oh, thumb good, wrestle good. or something like that. Yeah, I put them at eleven. Great, <laughs> um, that's perfect. Um, okay, uh, let's uh, let's wrap this baby up and uh, move on to quickish questions. Um, what do you guys say? Some quickish questions, I'm Maddie. Quickish. If uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, with the with the new Streamyard, I'm like, is he there? What's going on? Yeah. I'm just um, I'm just orchestrating this thing like I'm doing the People's Court. I'm having a blast over here. Yeah, no, okay, yeah. good People's Court. Um, <laughs> very, very, very relevant yeah. reference. Cheers. Yeah, um, right. no, uh, wait, is, the people, is the People's Court still running? Uh, yeah, I think it is. I just I had an acting teacher once that uh, directed for that show, and he said it was the most stressful job in the world, and he became an alcoholic. So uh, I bet you somehow know the director. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. People's Court. Oh yeah, he's a big uh, acting coach in Toronto. He used to, yeah, yeah. Louis Bowmander. Why well, might not say his name? Louis Bowmander. That's awesome. Yeah, um, uh, that's amazing. Well, this is the perfect segue, Maddie. Please, <laughs> good sir, hit me with that quickish question. Sting. Um, seamless. Yeah, seamless. Uh, no water. Questions is a little bit is a little bit lean today, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with uh, three questions I got bubbling in my own head, uh, and then I'm gonna do we'll do a little all play and we'll we'll wrap this baby up. Um, let's go, Josh, Ryan, Matt. Sound good? Right. Yeah. Okay. So quickest questions. I'm going to ramble through. I'm going to stutter. I'm going to slur. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to say this part this time. That's how bad I am. Um, <laughs> that's okay. You have to answer the questions as quick as humanly possible. Let's go. All right. Don't be like Matt. I should say, don't be like Matt. He's going to try and stall. It's an art form. It's an art form. Whatever. <laughs> Josh. Freddy. Who is going to have the worst season as a Raptor this year? Which player? Uh, Norman Powell. I don't know why. I just said it. It's quickish questions. You know, it. it doesn't have know. to be backed up. I'm sorry, Norm. Prove me wrong. Ryan. <laughs> Terrence Davis. Okay. I was going to ask you a different question, but I love <laughs> it. Um, Matt, who's going to have the worst uh, season as a Raptor? Oh, man. Worst. Um... This is tough, you know. Uh, I, for some reason, Norm Powell sounds right to me too. I feel like he's going to have a tough These season for bastards. some reason. I know. Um, I don't want it to be. It just feels like it. Okay. Well, you know what? We're going to make these all all plays. Josh. Wait, no. I'm starting at a different person. Then. Ryan. Will Masai resign this year? Yes. Matt. Job's not done. He needs. He needs to finish. He wants to finish. I think he feels screwed from Giannis, so he's staying. 
Um, I will also say yes, but I think it won't be as long as we want. I feel like it's going to be like a shorter contract, like a three. That's ooh, that's a probably a correctish answer, but you're pissing me off. I know. (laughs) Pessimist buyer, so don't listen to me. Josh, is Masai resigning this year? Yes, I agree with everything. All the above. (laughs) Um, Yes. Okay. Last all play, starting with Matt. Whoa. Which player has done more to get their teammates paid in the modern era than Kyle? Oh, I was going to say it's Kyle Lowry. Um, to get their teammates played? Uh, boy, yeah. Who? Um, Pascal, Fred. Oh, on our team? No, no, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just oh, the people that he's yeah, no, they're they're getting paid. Yeah, got them all I'm just trying cash. to think if like is has LeBron gotten anyone paid or LeBron is a good answer. Yeah, lots of people. Yeah, paid. I'm gonna say LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh, we got we got Kyle, LeBron. Anyone else you can think of? Well, Kyle is actually the the, the best answer because um, yeah, he's gotten so many paid. Uh, Russ. Russell Westbrook. Russ, yeah. Russ is kind of mm. when I read this question that I was thinking about him too, because you got you got your Anthony Moros, you got your Steven Adams, you got a whole bunch of people who played your Paul George. I Paul mean, George. Mm. He was going to get paid regardless, but um, but yeah, he's any state an OKC, so uh, definitely um, yeah, I go I go Russell Westbrook. Ryan, I feel like this is very hard now for you because we've. Oh, is, Can I not? Copy answer? Yeah, just copy one. Unless to be honest, like, LeBron not only gets his teammates paid, like uh, you guys remember the travesty contract that Tristan Thompson got. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he gets he gets his opponents paid. He gets other players in clutch paid. He got Ben Simmons paid, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he uh, What's the name that I was thinking about? I don't know if he had anything to do with OG, but he's gotten... Uh, players outside of his team paid so i'm all i'm all for lebron getting yeah. players paid. well i think that's a that's a pretty good place to wrap this baby up on some lebron love um he'll be playing later tonight uh, uh lakers clippers it'll be a good one uh guys thank you so much for for doing this pod um I love you both. You know what I mean? Um, josh let me go to you first uh like is, is there anything going on you want to plug um you want people to check out? Not, not a whole lot. This podcast, this is a lot of fun. Uh, I'll definitely um, uh, shout out to you guys. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, not a whole lot. Uh, obviously, uh, stand up has been, uh, for the most part, pretty slow. Uh, yeah, yeah. This year, comedy in general. So, um, yeah, just uh, I can't wait to jump back on this. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Um, uh, Ryan, what's up? Uh, being a press basketball. Um, People got to check that out. Uh, what else? Press where, basketball. Where can they go? Uh, we're now, uh, we are press.net, uh, press on the web, uh, on Instagram, Twitter. And uh, yeah, I host a weekly podcast called Below the Hardwood. And um, you're going to be oh, nice. uh, uh, featured, uh, not on Below the Hardwood, but uh, the fantasy league we were talking about. We're, we're going to launch uh, a kind of cool weekly fantasy podcast, you know, talk about pickups, waiver wire, uh, who to grab, who to drop. It's going to be, we're doing it for the first time. It was very rushed, but I'm excited. <laughs> seems like it's fun. I love it. I feel like I'm going to dice this league. I just feel it with my team. I feel like I'm going to dice it. <laughs> Matt's in it. He's pretty confident. He Steven Adams. With Steven COVID. Adams for the win, babe. Wave Royal is going to be huge. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Well, uh, thanks, guys. Uh, you know, go uh, go get some food in you and uh, enjoy some basketball. And yeah, uh, thanks thanks for doing the show, uh, everyone. Thanks for listening. Share, subscribe, all that good stuff. 